This is from the Kutei Siches Chelek Yud Beis, Volume Twelve, Parshas Tazria, Sicha Number One. The Gemara tells us an amazing story. There was a disagreement in regards to a particular case, an appearance of something that could be tsaras, and there's a dispute whether it is indeed tsaras or it is not. If it is, then the person who has it is tummy, and if it is not, then the person who has it is tahar. If it is not, the person is is pure, and if it is tsaras, then the person unfortunately has been made impure. So the Gemara says that this dispute actually happened in the yeshiva in heaven. And God said that this case is not saras and the person is pure. The yeshiva in heaven, the heavenly beings who study the Torah in Gan Eden, disagreed, and they said this is a case of Tsaras and the person is Tameh. So they said, who shall decide? Who shall be the swing vote? And they chose Rabbi Bar Nachmeni, who was an expert in the laws of Tsaras. Mind you, he was a human being living on earth. And Rabbi Bar Nachmeni examined the case and ruled that it is pure. He sided with God and he said, it is pure, it is pure. Tahor, Tahor. Now, this unbelievable story, there's there are so many angles to it and there's so much to talk about. But just one thing that can be taken from this story is the fact that God said, Tahor, God said it is pure. And Rabbi Bar Nachmeni, when he ruled, he said, Tahor, Tahor, it is pure, it is pure. Twice. And more than a swing vote, the Rabbi Bar Nachmeni appeared as the one who would reconcile the two differing opinions, that of God and that of the yeshiva in heaven. And the reconciliation was that he voiced of you that did not only agree with God, but convinced the yeshiva in heaven as well that this case is pure. And that's why he said, Tahor, Tahor, pure, pure, two times, in order to highlight the fact that now, this was not only God's view, but the yeshiva in heaven also agreed to this view, and it was unanimous that the person in question is pure. How could such a thing be possible? How could it be that a man on earth should be able to sway the opinion of the yeshiva in heaven when God cannot sway the opinion of the yeshiva in heaven? And the answer to the question is the phenomenal truth that God has invested himself in the souls on earth, even more than he has invested himself in heaven. That means that as far as the unity of God goes, as far as the oneness of God, it is more true and it is more potent 
on earth, in the soul of a man, than it is in heaven to the view of the angels. That means that we may never underestimate how much God has invested in each one of us, that there is actually more godliness inside each one of us than there is in all of heaven. And that's why God, as he is in heaven, did not sway the view of the yeshiva of heaven because they knew that you're supposed to study the Torah with your mind and their spiritual minds saw the case differently than what God was ruling. So as much as they may have wanted to agree with God, they didn't and they felt that they have to rule according to the way they see it. But a man on earth with a divine soul, with a godly soul, possesses more godliness, more godly energy, even than there is in heaven. And therefore, when he put forth the view that the person is pure, he was able to help the the yeshiva of heaven come around to see things from God's point of view when God himself in heaven was not able to. So what these delicate words mean, simply, is that we can never undervalue, God forbid, the power that we have, the mitzvahs that we do, the Torah that we learn here on earth. And therefore, we must cherish every moment of life and every second that we have on earth and fill every moment with as much goodness and mitzvahs and Torah and godliness as we possibly can.